Hey folks, it's Sam Whitfield here. Have you ever thought about starting a podcast? Well, I'm here to tell you about my friends at Anchor. And if you're a long-time listener of the program, you've heard me talk about them before. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, they're 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor is, in fact, uh, ridiculously easy to use, ladies and gentlemen, and it is one of the primary reasons why I host the Whitfield Report with Anchor. They take care of everything from distribution to advertising, and all I have to do is continue providing great content for you folks which makes my job a whole lot easier and it makes listening to this podcast a whole lot easier for you guys. So it's a win-win all around. Get started today for free by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Well, good evening, everyone, and happy Monday. Welcome to this special bonus edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, recording here at NGC Studios, and I want to thank you so much for joining me, whether you're uh, watching this on the uh, premiere on YouTube or if you're uh, listening to this on the audio podcast. And... uh, I don't do Monday shows very often, but I uh, figured I would do this quick uh, bonus episode. Maybe it won't be so quick. Uh, it just all kind of depends. Uh, and I I want to explain uh, why I'm doing this. Uh, but first off, contact info as usual. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at somebodybear underscore NDC. Hashtag Whitfield Report. You can also follow the Whitfield Report on Twitter at Whitfield Report, and you can follow uh, the show on Instagram at Whitfield Report Pod. I don't post too much to the uh, show's Instagram. You can also follow me on Parlor at Sam Whitfield, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report, thesamwhitfield.com is my website, and please, as always, if you enjoy the podcast, particularly the audio podcast, Uh, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and uh, support us on whichever other podcatchers you uh, listen to the podcast on, whether that be Spotify or Pocket Cast, Overcast, wherever else. Uh, Streamlabs.com forward slash The Whitfield Report if you'd like to donate one time. Anchor.fm forward slash uh, the Whitfield Report, if you'd like to contribute monthly. 
and uh, so on and so forth. All links are in below in the description for the podcast uh, on YouTube or in the uh, description for the show notes. All right, folks, uh, real quick before we b- begin the show, uh, I would like to address a couple of uh, quick housekeeping things, and this kind of pertains partially as to why I'm doing the show on Monday. Uh, so I did a show on Thursday and on uh, Saturday of this previous week. However, I was not able to upload the audio podcast uh, on Thursday right away because uh, for some reason uh, Anchor was down on Thursday so I was not able to uh, upload it then and then because of the length of Saturday's show uh, for those of you who have not uh, watched and or listened to the, the Saturday show yet I did a four hour what ended up be, being a four hour live stream with uh, Semper Reloaded uh, some of you guys may know him as Semper Bear. He is no longer a bear, obviously, though. And he and I spent like four hours kind of breaking down um, Owen Benjamin's uh, newest obsession, which, of course, is turpentine. And, uh, you know, quote-unquote, getting rid of the gay graveler, you know, parasites in his gut with turpentine. And no, folks, I am not making that up. Uh, so, you know, we... So we broke down that, and I got to hear Semper's uh, story. It wound up being a very good but very long podcast, about four hours in length. Generally, I try and keep the show, uh, you know, to, to uh, you know, about an hour and a half, two hours uh, max. But there was just so much to cover. And, and by the way, Semper, if you're watching and you're listening to this, uh, you know, don't feel bad at all. Uh, you know, I enjoyed our conversation. Uh, you know, and even though I try and keep the podcast, you know, at two hours max, sometimes it goes over and that's just the way it, it goes. And, um, you know, it was, I was having some time uploading the audio for both that show and the Thursday show to anchor for the uh, podcast, but I figured some uh, workarounds for that. So the shows will be up there on the audio podcast feed. Uh, hopefully by the time this episode that you're currently listening to is released, those two episodes will also be on there, properly dated and everything. Uh, you know, going through the uh, podcast and inserting episodes on the back catalog, you know, it can be it can be tricky sometimes and a little time consuming, but it's worth it, and there is a way to do it. So, uh, thank you for your patience. Uh, the other thing I've gotten a few emails and tweets about is people are not receiving uh, notifications for the the channel, for the Whitfields Report channel, uh, when I go live or when I premiere a video. And uh, folks, I don't know why that is. Uh, there are some channels that I subscribe to that I have the bell turned on for that I don't always get notifications for uh, either. Uh, Young Rippa 59 is one of them and which is really a pain in the butt because I'm actually like a member of his channel and I support it financially but I don't get notifications for his live streams anymore so there you go and I, I you know people are always quick to jump and say oh it's you know it's YouTube censoring uh, you know and that could very much be it but YouTube is also notorious for having 
uh, bugs and errors and whatnot. Uh, so who knows at this point? Uh, regardless, though, I will uh, do my best to try and notify people uh, when we're going live, when we have new videos. I'll continue to tweet them out and post them on uh, Parlor as much as I can. Um, I'm going to try and figure out a way to uh, do push notifications somehow uh, for my content. Like, I'm not going to create a whole app for the Whitfield report because obviously that's time consuming. But if there's like a mechanism in which I can just simply push out like push notifications uh, for free, obviously, you know, and kind of send out like little notification blasts with like, you know, links to things. Obviously, I will try and do that and I'll let you know where you guys can find that so you guys can get notifications uh, directly from me. So, uh, you know, I am aware of some of the issues that we're having here, folks, and, uh, you know, I am addressing them. Uh, you know, I I'm, I'm one man, this is a one-man operation. Uh, I, you know, produce the podcast, host it, edit it, the whole nine yards. Um, obviously, you know, I have friends like Evil Eric, you know, who helped me with the, uh, you know, the artwork and... Uh, my friend Chip, who helps me with the, the music, and I'm very appreciative of those two gentlemen and everyone else who helps with, you know, the, the show, uh, you know, my fellow podcasters and uh, YouTubers who help to promote the show, uh, you know, and, and spread it around to their friends. So believe me, I am, you know, I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying that, you know, a large portion of this is done by me, you know, solely one person. So sometimes I do fall behind a little bit on posting episodes to the podcast feed, but, you know, and producing stuff, but I always, you know, try my best to put out a good show. So I figured, uh, you know, Monday's show, uh, this would be a good, a good time just to kind of catch up on some of the news that, uh, you know, I didn't have a chance to cover over the weekend. And uh, with that being said, the first story that I wanted to cover over the weekend that I didn't get a chance to cover um, was the banning of uh, Nick Fuentes from YouTube. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, it, most of you guys know who uh, Nick Fuentes is, but uh, Nick Fuentes is kind of like a, a right-wing uh, you know, political commentator, uh, paleo-conservative-ish, I think is how he, he would pronounce, you know, how he would identify, maybe. Uh, you know, some people have called him alt-right. Uh, and to be fair, I think that's a pretty, you know, that that term gets thrown around so much now that it, it's, it's lost its meaning. And granted, he has said some very controversial things, uh, you know, before and made some, you know, jokes about, you know, the Jews and other stuff like that, that I, you know, I don't necessarily uh, always agree with his style or, you know, with what he's saying, uh, you know, and I've had bouts with the gripers and whatnot. I, I don't necessarily always agree with Nick's uh, tactics or his style, uh, but I still, you know, 
even if I don't agree with him, as a fellow, uh, you know, content creator, I can respect, you know, what he's doing and, uh, you know, strictly as a content creator. And I believe he has, you know, the right to create content and put it out there for his audience. Uh, so when I found out that he got banned uh, this weekend from YouTube, uh, you know, as with everyone else in the in kind of the uh, you know blog sphere, uh, I think that the uh, that the term that the termination of Nick's YouTube account is uh, kind of. Well, this puts us on another slippery slope because while I don't necessarily always agree with the content and what Nick uh, says, I certainly don't believe that he should be banned for, uh, you know, putting his beliefs out there. And, uh, you know, even if they are extreme, even even if I don't agree with uh, him, he has never made uh, calls, you know, he has never made calls to violence as, you know, far as I'm aware and, uh, you know, so there, there, as long as that's not happening, there, there's no reason, uh, to ban him or anyone else, or anyone else for that matter. And, uh, I don't really know who this, uh, JF, uh, Gariepi guy is, who, uh, apparently was one of the ones who is claiming, uh, that, you know, helped ban him. I, I know... I know JF a little bit because uh, he he made like a brief uh, cameo appearance in the uh, Owen Benjamin documentary that Porcelain did where he uh, debunked Owen's crazy stuff about the moon. Uh, and that's really all I know of JF. Um, I don't know that much about him. I, I've heard that he's kind of a shady dude and... Um, you know, he he, ab he abducted a kid. I, I've I've heard that that from more than one person. Like I've heard it from multiple sources. So I'm kind of assuming that's true. Uh, but then again, I I don't know. And what you have to understand, folks, is uh, what you what you have to understand. In the words of uh, Vox Day, God, I hate using that phrase now. But but uh, in this in this instance, it's true. What you have to understand about me folks is um you know i come from a podcast and radio background uh that's kind of how i got my start uh, you know with podcasting and radio so like a lot of the personalities that i know of you know are mostly podcasters like adam carolla you know joe rogan uh you know in talk radio rush limbaugh obviously who i'll get to uh you know here in a bit but uh, I'm not too familiar with these, uh, you know, with these streamer types. Really, you know, Owen was my first uh, kind of exposure to this universe. And I guess now I kind of am one of them. So, uh, you know, I, like I, I consider myself a, a kind of like a radio podcast guy who who got into streaming because that is now the medium. But I like to think that I bring... A radio style to this whole thing, or at least I try to. So, you know, I don't necessarily know who all these streamers are, but, you know, based on what I'm hearing at JF, he kind of seems like a shady guy. Um, 
And again, I don't really condone, uh, you know, going out there and, uh, you know, intentionally getting uh, people banned off of platforms just because you disagree with them. Owen Benjamin is really the one exception to that rule, uh, as I've stated before. And my biggest issue with Owen, obviously, is, uh, and, and I do think he should he should have been, been banned, uh, but the reason being wasn't so much because of anything he said, uh, you know, so much in terms of his views, but when he made that, uh, you know, accusation uh, towards Johnny Arcade of, you know, sending poison gummies to his house when he, when he doxed uh, Johnny and a couple other people, you know, on stream. And then I, you know, I got tied into to that whole thing. Uh, you know, I believe that that type of behavior, you know, is bannable and, sh you know, should be punished. But, like, if he had just, you know, gone on about the moon, you know, and that was the end of it, you know, or even, like, even this whole, uh, you know, ridiculous turpentine cleanse, like, I don't believe he should be banned for that. Uh, you know, I don't believe he should be banned for the turpentine thing because it's, quite honestly, it's hilarious and it gives uh, the rest of us great content. I don't believe... The moon thing, he should have been banned, you know, for that or anything else. Uh, you know, really, like, honestly, doxing and harassing people, as a general rule, I think is, like, the only, you know, kind of accept acceptable thing for people to get banned for from platforms these days. That's just my opinion on the whole Owen thing. But, uh, you know, getting back to Nick, you know, I, I disagree with him. Uh, as I've stated in past live streams and on podcasts, uh, you know, the, the Gripers haven't been, uh, you know, they're not that particularly fond of me. Uh, you know, I had my good friend uh, Sean on a couple of times on the podcast and the Versa Media crew. They've had their runs, they've had their run-ins with the Gripers, uh, you know, and they, they don't think too highly of the Gripers either. We're not big Nick Fuentes fans in general, and yet we don't like the idea of him getting banned, you know, because of what he may or may not have uh, not have said. And, you know, from this, it just seems like Antifa was trying to put, put a, you know, kind of a hit on his channel, and it's just, it is, uh, you know, it's, it's unfair, it's, it's bad that they're censoring, uh, you know, and yeah, you could make the argument that Nick Fuentes is, you know, an extremist voice, I guess. But then we go down the whole slippery slope once again of, well, who is considered extreme, right? What is the benchmark of extreme? Because, okay, one day, the Nick, you know, the Nick Fuentes is of the world could be considered extreme and they could get banned but then the next day I could be considered the next extreme and I can get banned so it's just never really uh, you know I think the litmus test uh, thus far has proven to be way too uh, unreliable unreliable and I mean honestly there, there really isn't there really isn't a litmus test you know, for like extremism, I think now because YouTube is just bit 
outright banning people who they don't agree with. Um, so, you know, I, I think YouTube should reinstate Nick Fuentes. Are they going to? Uh, no, I don't think so. But, you know, th this puts us again in the slippery slope of even people like me who disagree with Nick are now forced to, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, support him because of free speech. So, you know, I think if JF wanted to stop him, if, if the left wanted to truly stop him, you know, what they what they should have done is just let the, uh, you know, let the gay catboy meme thing play out. You know, Nick kind of got into trouble with that a few months ago. You know, people were kind of starting to, he was starting to kind of lose his clout over that. Uh, and I really didn't talk much about the, you know, whole whole gay catboy thing. I didn't care. But, you know, he lost a lot of, uh, you know, clout with that. He lost a lot of his reputation. And, you know, I, you know, it, it seemed like kind of like he was starting to fade out. And then JF had to go and do this. So, in a way, JF kind of made him, you know, relevant again and whatnot. Which is what the left always does when they... Uh, you know, when they when they try and take someone out, they inevitably, uh, you know, make their targets more popular. And also, when I say take someone out, I don't mean literally. Uh, you know, I mean metaphorically in this case. Uh, but anyway, one of the things I found very interesting, though, is the reaction from uh, Ben Shapiro, who... Surpri who, uh, you know, to the surprise of some, has actually defended uh, Nick Fuentes and, you know, and is also saying that he shouldn't, should not be banned. Now, uh, Ben Shapiro probably dislikes uh, Nick Fuentes even more than I do. I'm not a fan, and uh, Ben Shapiro certainly isn't a fan. But uh, check out this... Uh, you know, check out this uh, subreddit thread. This is actually from Dave Rubin's subreddit, and uh, let me pull, let me pull this up and put it on the screen for you guys, so you uh, can see. Uh, okay, so I'm on the uh, Rubin, I'm on the Rubin Report subreddit. Or rather, the Dave Rubin subreddit. Now, uh, for those of you listening on audio, I will uh, narrate this for you guys. Uh, so, this uh, post is very interesting because, right, the 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 alt right and kind of uh, you know the the griper. Uh, you know, Ilk, they, they hate Ben Shapiro and, uh, you know, they think he's a shill for Israel or whatever, you know, and he's like a, he's, he's like an extremist Jew or, you know, they, they say all sorts of nasty stuff about Ben usually, uh, in my experience. And yet, uh, Ben Shapiro is defending uh, Fuentes here, which, you know, I think, again, is the right thing to do. So Ben Shapiro, uh, in 
a tweet here. Let me pull up the actual uh, tweet here too, by the way. Uh, uh, hmm. Okay, cancel. Okay, so um, so the the tweet goes. Uh, the tweet reads as follows, and I'm on Ben Shapiro's Twitter page now. Um, Nick Fuentes is an absolutely disgusting uh, bleep show. Uh, but he was bit. But he was banned for his idiotic. Uh, garbage view- viewpoints rather than for violent threats. YouTube shouldn't be deplatforming them. So again, uh, Ben doesn't agree with Ben, uh, with Nick, but even he's defending uh, Fuentes and saying that you know YouTube's banning of Fuentes is ridiculous, which I I agree with. Uh, now let's go back to this subreddit post. Uh, on uh, Dave Rubin's subreddit, and uh, so I follow the I follow Dave Rubin's subreddit. There are a bunch of subreddits I follow, uh, you know, and I I just like to get into various communities and see what other people are saying. I don't really post in this one, but this one kind of uh, you know stuck out to me. Uh, so you know, you you have a you know, some on the far right saying that, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro is an Israeli shill and that he's, you know, a neocon shill and whatnot, right? But then you have other people, uh, like on the Dave Rubin subreddit, who are saying stuff like this, and I quote, uh, for those of you listening on audio, uh, ben Shapiro won't defend gay people if a bakery discriminates against them, but he will defend Nazi boy Nick Fuentes for uh, being deplatformed by YouTube after violating hate speech rules. Right? So, um, hang on, hang on a sec here, folks. Um, oh. So, um, it's interesting, right? Because in this case, Ben Shapiro is being called a shill for uh, Nick Fuentes. And I I find the juxtaposition so hilarious that, I mean, it it is funny in a sense. Um, So, uh, hang on, folks. I've I've got to... uh, Take this real quick. Hold, hold on. Um, let me, let me uh, just pause here, and I'll, I'll be right back. Alrighty, folks. I am back. And, uh, yeah, I'm back from a brief commercial break. Sorry about the, uh, you know, brief interruption there. I had to take that call. Uh, by the way, I have a sound effects board now. So, uh, you know, yay for, uh, us on the podcast. Anyway, so as I've said before, it's interesting 
that Ben is defending uh, Nick Fuentes and, uh, you know, getting called a shill, you know, for the alt-right. Now, that, you know, is that's funny to me just because, uh, you know, Ben's been very critical of uh, Nick Fuentes, and I happen to think rightly so, although, you know, others will disagree with me on that. Uh, but it just goes to show that when it comes to free speech, at least in this case, I think Ben actually is, you know, pretty decent on that. And, um, you know, it, it's amusing to me that you have uh, Ruben Report subreddit members uh, criticizing Ben, you know, for that. So, uh, you know, like I said, uh, you know, there there's that headline comment and then some of the other uh, comments are saying Ben Shapiro is a joke. How does he stop followers? Well, you know, some may agree with that. Uh, he literally re relies on funding from corporate billionaires to Sam's social media and uh, YouTube with ads. So, you know, th this this Rubin report, uh, you know, thread in particular, it seems to be mostly from the left, but, you know, that's the funny thing is the far left always criticize is uh, Ben Shapiro being all right, you know, and like defending neo-Nazis and whatnot. And then the far right always in the alt-right claims that Ben Shapiro is, you know, like a like a Mossad agent and a, you know, a Jewish like banking, you know, mastermind and whatnot. It's it's just crazy to me, folks. And, uh, you know, but regardless, I think, you know, in this case, like I said, defending uh, Nick Fuentes's right to free speech is the right thing to do. So, you know, in conclusion for this segment, while I don't agree with Nick Fuentes on everything, he certainly should not have been banned. I think that was uh, wrong. So, uh, anyway, moving on here, folks. Uh, next item in the news from this uh, past week. Uh, radio host Rush Limbaugh. You've heard me talk about him before in my admiration for the man. Uh, he is in hot water with the far left now because, uh, once again, because he dare criticize the left's uh, new darling, uh, Pete Buttigieg for, uh, you know, ba basically he's not, he wasn't even really criticizing P Pete Buttigieg. He was just commenting on the fact that a large portion of the country isn't really ready, uh, for a gay president now. And, uh, this occurred after there was a, uh, a news clip that came out from NBC News of a Democrat voter uh, in Iowa who, upon learning that uh, Booty Judge was gay, said that she wanted her uh, ballot back. Now, we have that video clip right here. Uh, so, this is the original clip that sparked, uh, you know, uh, the controversy over, uh, you know, Pete Booty Judge when this Democrat from... Iowa want, wants her, uh, she wants her ballot back upon finding out that, uh, you know, Booty Judge is gay and married. Uh, clip number one, let's roll the tape. 
came so over to... So are you to, saying that he has the same sex partner? He? Yes. Yes, he does. Are you kidding? Yeah, he's married to him, yes. Yeah. Well, then I don't want anybody like that in the White House. So can I have my card back? I don't know. Signed it. We could go ask. I never knew that. Well, so the whole point of it is, though, if he's a human being, right? Just like you and me. And should it really matter? That's what... Well, he better read the Bible. He does, and he says that God doesn't choose a political party. Because why does it say in the Bible that a man should marry a woman then? Well, I totally respect your viewpoint on this. I so totally do. But I think that we were not around. How come this has never been brought out before? It's, it's common knowledge. I never heard it. Um, so th this is admittedly pretty funny that, you know, an Iowa Democrat, you know, goes to the poll and, you know, votes for, uh, you know, Booty Jazz, who, you know, it is pretty common knowledge out there that he is, you know, gay and that he, he, he is married. So, uh, you know, again, this voter, uh, to borrow you know, Russia's terminology would be your typical low-information voter Democrat, okay? She voted for him because, you know, he's a, he's a Democrat, and yet, you know, she didn't know that he was gay, and now that, you know, this comes out, she wants her ballot back, right? So let's continue on here. We can talk to someone if you, if you need to talk to them about this. I don't know the rules on this or not, but I guess what I would like you to just think deep inside and think, like, should it matter if it's a woman or if it's a man or if they're heterosexual or homosexual if you believe in what they say? That's my question. It all just went right down the toilet is where it all just went. Now, the other thing I will point out here, for those of you guys who are listening on audio, uh, this woman is wearing uh Jej campaign buttons on her uh, sweatshirt. She also has Klobuchar, um, you know, buttons. She kind of looks like a... a you know, a, a butch, a butch, uh, you know, uh, dykes to kind of be honest, uh, you know, she, she kind of looks like a, a, a Democrat voter. And yet, you know, this goes to show that even in the Bible Belt, you know, which is, is a pretty significant portion of the country, even the, even the Democrats are uh, iffy on gay marriage, to put it lightly. Your opinion, and I am not trying to tell you to think otherwise, but we'll ask what they want us to do. But I just, I just ask you to look inside your heart because you sound like a Christian woman to me, and I'm a Christian woman, and my God wants me to love everybody. I do. So you must not believe it then if you think it's okay for somebody to be married to a same-sex person. 
No, I, I think we're just interpreting it different, and that's okay, because everybody has, gets to have their own beliefs. So this is another, you know, instance of, you know, the, the kind of the old school, you know, boomery Democrat, you know, disagreeing with the new age millennial Democrat. Now, you know, as far as gay marriage goes, like, you know, look, it's not my thing, obviously. But if, you know, if, if you're going to, uh, you know, if you're going to bang a dude, you know, more power to you, I guess. Uh, I don't really care one way or the other, but apparently this uh, voter does. So, you know, the exchange goes on a, a bit, uh, you know, like this. It, it continues on. I'm not going to play the whole clip. You get the general uh, gist of that. So then uh, Rush Limbaugh makes uh, this remark about uh, Voodoo Does. And I have... I have the audio of it. I don't have the uh, video, and I found this on YouTube, so there's, like, some background music. Uh, but this was uh, Rush's statement uh, regarding the whole uh, Buddhist thing, and his uh, comments, as you'll hear, get taken out of context pretty quick. So this is Rush on the whole uh, Buddhist thing. Uh Clip number two. Roll the tape. So let, let, let's say you're the Democrat establishment. And you're faced with some hard cold truths. You got Bernie number one, Booty Judge number two, and Klobuchar with her Klobmentum number three. You get Focahontas way back there in the background, barely out of the TP, bringing up the tail end. Biden's gone. So you're faced with a dyed in the wool socialist who's not even a Democrat, a gay guy, 37 years old, loves kissing his husband on debate stages. Can you see Trump have fun with that? And Amy Klobuchar. So you are whoever the grand poobahs in the Democrat Party. You're looking at your options today. And you're, <laughs> you're, you're asking, okay, can we win with Klobuchar? We don't want to put Klobuchar up there because she doesn't have a prayer. Trump's going to wipe the floor with her. And that would mean two women in a row get wiped out by Donald Trump. Two Democrat women in a row. We can't have that. We can't let that happen. Then they're sitting there and they're looking at Mayor Pete. 37-year-old gay guy, Mayor South Bend, loves to kiss his husband on the debate stage. And they're saying, okay, how's this going to look? 37-year-old gay guy kissing his husband on stage next to Mr. Man Donald Trump. What's going to happen there? And they got to be looking at that, and they've got to be saying that despite all the great progress and despite all the great wokeness and despite all the great ground that's been covered, America's still not ready to elect a gay guy kissing his husband on the debate stage president. 
Now, I, w- I want to mention something here real quick with that because, right, the, the media, the view and whatnot, MSNBC, CNN, they've run with that quote as saying that Rush Limbaugh was attacking Mayor Pete and making homophobic comments. But no, what Rush was making reference to was indeed the clip that I just play, played of the of the registered Democrat voter woman who asked for her ballot back, the one I just played a moment ago. That's what Rush was making uh, you know, reference to and saying, look, not even the not even the, the Democrats are ready, you know, for a, for a gay guy in, in the White House. Uh, you know, which is true. Like, whether you agree with gay marriage or not, or whether you're, you know, kind of neutral-ish on the, on the subject, there, there is a large swath that just isn't ready for a gay president. I'm not ready for a, for a gay president, one that's going to make a big deal out of, out of, like, Mayor Pete. That doesn't mean I, you know, I hate him. I just... I just don't think uh, that, you know, the country is ready for that. Uh, you know, and, and geez, I mean, you know, now that I just said that, YouTube might, you know, very well ban me for, you know, just stating that fact. But, you know, now Rush is getting uh, attacked as saying, you know, something like, you know, horribly homophobic. The view, uh, Rush attacked Mayor Pete. Uh, he's so homophobic. And, uh, you know, then you've got the Reddit trolls out there who are, you know, continuing to say, oh, I hope Rush's uh, lung cancer gets worse. Yeah, I hope that. And I hope he, I hope he dies. Uh, Rush is such a homophobe that I hope uh, the, the lung cancer, uh, you know, kills him faster. Uh, but, you know, I'm loving and tolerant. So there's that whole... Thing. Um, so anyway, let me let me let Rush finish this clip. They have to be saying this, don't they? Now there may be some Democrats who think that is the ticket. There may be some Democrats who think that's exactly what we need to do. Rush, get a gay guy kissing his husband on stage, you ram it down Trump's throat, and beat him in a in a general election. Really, <laughs> having fun envisioning that what are they left with crazy bernie they're left with the avowed revolutionary socialist yeah so you know as rush pointed out and as i just pointed out in that last clip you know mayor p is just it's it's not gonna happen uh you know, a lot of Democrat voters, despite Antifa's best attempts and despite the, you know, the far left's attempt, a lot of Democrats still are not ready for this. In fact, as I said a few weeks ago, the left is going so far left that the that Democrat voters are starting to push back against it. And, uh, you know, this is evidence of that, you know, as I played in the last clip. Now, uh Mayor Pete's reaction to this is to, 
you know, say, oh, well, how, how dare Limbaugh uh, lecture me on family values? Even though uh, Rush didn't. So here is uh, Mayor Pete firing back at, you know, the evil Rush Limbaugh and all of conservatism. Clip number uh, three. Well, I love my husband. I'm faithful to my husband. On stage, we usually just go for a hug. Um, but I love him very much. And I'm not going to take lectures on family values from the likes of Rush Limbaugh. He wasn't lecturing you on your family values, uh, Mr. Buttigieg. He was just saying that, uh, you know, your own party isn't ready for, uh, you know, you to be openly expressing your uh, gay affections on stage. I am following the same fundraising practices that President Obama uh, did and, and that uh, our uh, leaders have in order to make sure that we draw in all of the support that we need to win. And the campaign I'm building right now is not just for earning the nomination, it is for defeating Donald Trump, who, with his allies, has demonstrated that they will do anything to hold on to power. My campaign is about belonging. It is about... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so you get, you get the general tenor again, uh, you know, totally blowing uh, what Rush said out of proportion. But this is what the left does. And, I mean, granted, Trump isn't perfect, right? The, the gun ban, dry, you know, the, the red flag laws do drive me crazy, right? With Trump, obviously, he's not perfect, obviously. Look, obviously, there are some real cringe Trump supporters out there. Uh, but, you know, as the left just keeps going farther left, the rest of the country will vote for Trump out of spite just to say, you know, fuck you to the far left, once again, that's exactly what I did, and that's, you know, in the last go-round, and that's exactly what, you know, the country will do this go-round. So, uh, there you have it. Uh, at any rate, folks, I think that'll wrap up for uh, tonight's podcast, for tonight's Monday podcast. Again, sorry for the uh, brief interruption there, kind of halfway through the show. But uh, anyway, I hope you guys uh, have a good evening. Uh, for those of you listening on the audio or an archive, have a great day whenever you're listening to this in the past, present, future hour. And folks, the audio edition of the uh, podcast for Thursday will be released on Thursday. And well, since it's only Monday, I have no idea what we're doing for a uh, Saturday show. But again... Apologies for the uh, delays in show scheduling, and we'll be back to our regular schedule. From all of us here at NGC Studios, have a good night. God bless, and God save this great nation. God freedom legacy in that order, and I will see you on the next podcast. God bless, everyone.
Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show. You can head over to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show. Or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page. If you can support the podcast, I really, really appreciate that. Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated, even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast. I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode. Thank you.